Welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Get ready to revitalize your mind, body, and soul. We're here to inspire women who are looking to break free from old patterns and ideas to create a life of increased confidence and improved health. Say goodbye to limiting beliefs and hello to new possibilities. So kick back, get ready to have some fun, and let's dive in. We'll uncover tools and insights that can help you build a life that's truly nourishing, body and soul. Hello, welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Victoria. Yay, we're glad you're here. And we're glad to be here too. Uh, last episode, <laughs> to let them know. We're here. Yeah, we're here. It's not a drudgery. We enjoy yes. it. <laughs> Imagine we found yourself. We're going to do a podcast. Anyway, all right. Sorry. Sorry. In case you haven't noticed by now, we're complete dorks. Yeah. Yeah. Speak for yourself. I am like, okay, well, I'm a dork. Together, like Kate Middleton could take lessons from me, princess. There you go. Okay. Go. Go. Okay. Oh, oh, this man. We finished our last episode talking about body neutrality. And in that's, a new concept and it was hard it was a lot and it was like i didn't think it sounded like something you yeah. could do very yeah. easily yeah to quote her said that's a tall order and yes. it is yes it is it's a tall order so today we're going to talk about five practical things that we can do to head that direction yes um, so so there's hope insight is basically yeah, yeah. okay yeah because it, it does sound like completely pie in the sky but it's not yes but on this um I know better, but you know how important it is to have fun and do things. But I can really be the queen of making taking something fun and making it into a job. <laughs> it's like, okay, I have to have fun now. What am I going to schedule this fun? <laughs> and, and doing it is like, okay, now I have checked off having fun. <laughs> wow, it's funny because I have been able to my whole life take a job and turn it into fun. <laughs> this is why we that's so funny. People, yeah, I've had bosses be like, be serious for a moment, please. I'm like, y'all need to be not serious. Not serious. That's <laughs> what happens when you work in tech. You have to like remind people. People don't live or die on their line of code they write. No offense. <laughs> if you write code, and I know some of you do, you do do life saving work. Okay, sorry. But you can still lighten up. <laughs> so you know, so you know better. But you take everything into a job. I did not have I interrupt, but I, I, can, I can take having fun and make it into a job. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, so that relates to one of our steps is to have fun. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's good to know. Good. I've got that covered. Finally, something. Anyway, I know better, but I heard the phrase, um, nothing tastes as good as thin feels, which I hadn't heard in years and years and years. And I thought, yeah, that's true. Oh, I've been skinny before. And really, is there anything as good as like being able to walk in to the store in Nordstrom and walk into the skinny club and put it in? Is there anything that tastes as good as that? Have you eaten the fresh strawberries that are organically grown here in town? Yes, but that makes you skinny if you just eat those. 
No, it's not true. We do. We have like all kinds of fruits and vegetables. That we're, we're in the like everywhere. heartland of California. We have all kinds of yeah. fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I said I know better yeah. about it. That's why I was I know better, but yeah. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of things that taste good. <laughs> and I'm trying to just figure out the skinny is not the ultimate. I mean, that's I'm on the path. <laughs> I'm like the nerd that's really far away from the goal <laughs> on the path with you. I'm on the path with you. And y'all are probably ahead of me. It's not a race. And I don't know why I'm saying y'all like I'm from. Because it's one of, it's like a perfect word for it what it is. does. It, it is. And why the rest of the country has not caught on. Y'all no. is good. I know. We're going to co-op it. We're in California. We're co-op and you don't. Yep. Okay. And you all, which is different, but. So let me just share the screen right quick here. Right quick, right quick. Yeah, we just we just, just decided to join this today. Yeah, we just decided these California girls are yeah. we're done. <laughs> we're heading down to oh, Kentucky. There you go. So five ways that you can appreciate your body right now, which will lead you toward body neutrality, is to reject cultural cultural ideas. And body neutrality. Of uh -huh. body neutrality, remind us. Oh, yeah. Let me remind you. Let me read this here. Body Thank neutrality you. is is this somehow is just accepting our body for what it body. is. Uh, body neutrality is the next generation of body image progress. A state of accepting and respecting your body as it is, prioritizing how you feel and what you do rather than how you look. So it's about how you feel and what you do. Then how you look. Okay, so there you go. All right, body neutrality. So, rejecting cultural ideas about body shape, rejecting common beliefs about good and bad, and we'll obviously explain more about that because that's kind of um, not yes. explained right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to have fun and do true self care, and uh, some mother. <laughs> okay, we got something coming okay, that. Sorry, yeah, no, <laughs> go carry on, carry on, attitude. And then to I love that smother it with gratitude. Good. I just love that as a phrase. It's good. 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 Okay. I'm glad. Um, we'll see how you feel about it once I tell you the exercise that we give people to do. Good golly, people. No, just teasing. <laughs> the five is to notice the miracle daily. So we'll get back up to this, take it down now. Um, but our first one to reject cultural ideas about idea of shape. Um, we've talked about this and we continue to talk about it, but there's just obviously very culture has a very specific definition of yes. what's what's okay to be a body shape. Yes. And uh well it's just not even just I mean we've talked about body shape a lot. We haven't talked a ton about aging mm -hmm. and what is like as we age, some of you are young and you're firm and beautiful and you won't. Well, some of us are old. See how I am? Like some places in the world are like a bazillion times better. France, well, France pretends. I'm not entirely sure France truly ascribes to this, but France pretends that, you know, as women age, you know, pretend. They say as women age, it's better than what the Botox look is or what the big lips are or whatever. Like, like to, 
to try and at least in some little tiny way in this country, can we allow women to age, age in some way? Like I have not dyed my hair. And it's funny because I uh, dyed my hair from the time I was in high school, like bleach blonde or whatever, mm -hmm. bright red. I've done all kinds of things to my hair. And it's gone great, and I just let it go great, and I let it be long because I want it to be long, and I get a lot of reactions to that. I get a lot of like, oh, look how great you are, or look, no, so many people have told me how brave I am because I'm lazy and won't do my hair. Well, no, I just thought them kind of surprised at it because you recall not too long ago, it was like the girls in their 20s were dyeing their hair gray. I know. It's like it's it was the thing to have gray hair. I know. And people said to me, Oh, yeah, gray's in style. Yes, gray was in style as an ironic look for somebody who was in their 20s. Like nobody was like looking at me and going, Oh, look at her. Look at her being hip and cool. No, it was clear this is like real. No one's trying to, I didn't ever want to pretend like, oh, I'm hip and cool. That's why I'm letting my hair go gray, you know, <laughs> and nobody was looking at it like, oh, yeah, you know, no, it was like a young Gen Z, mm, millennial, maybe, I don't know, Gray's having a moment. Yes, but, and yeah. that's fine for, for I mean, and the, about that, yes, that was fine. If it was super clear you're in your 20s, you know, or super clear that you were really young and you were dying your hair gray, that was cool. Somebody my age letting their hair go gray isn't the same coolness as mm -hmm. and wasn't in that same thing so as a result I got people saying well look at how brave you are or I wish I could do that because it's uh, terrible to have to deal with my roots but but they wouldn't and it just it was a, it's an anomaly to have like just let my hair go gray and have it be long and just to have it be not in the perfect whatever. But we could not be in your nineties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not be in my nineties. Yeah. Yeah. But so the, the whole yeah, the close so it's shaped too. The it's shaped, but, but yeah, but I mean that yeah, your right. hair is definitely part of your body. So maybe we shouldn't just say shape. Well, <laughs> I mean um, the shape too. Like yeah. things are not where they <laughs> where they used to be. I have bad news for you. Yeah. Yeah. So just really recognizing that the cultural norm is not the goal. Just because it's. I do think in America, we are a little bit more obsessed with um, age than they are in other parts of the world. That is possible. Mm -hmm. Quite possible. But you mentioned France, and I just think it's rather ironic that some. They have several very high quality anti aging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things no. that come from there. So, no, I have used them. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I have used it. them. But, but, but they're accepting of age, but they do yeah. all the anti aging, anti aging yes. things. Yes, very expensive, high end, so, yeah. beautiful things that yeah. smell very good. Yes, no, they do. But the, the, the Botox thing is yeah. mostly the, the, you know, if you talk to a French woman, which of course I do often <laughs> with my French that I know, I do know French, so that doesn't mean I'm talking French women. But when I mean, when you're in France, they do talk about like the American, like Botox yeah. look is not beautiful. A beautiful woman is a woman who, obviously, like me, that's not. <laughs> 
Zoom seems to smooth out a little things here. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to like let the cat out of the bag, but it does, it does seem to, well, yeah. pretty, this is pretty good. <laughs> it's not too much filtered. It's not, it was definitely filtered. And it, that actually happened on my last update and I was irritated about that. You were? Yes. Thankful yes. that you haven't changed it. I don't even know how. We just did it. I'm not going to If I felt like it's extreme, I would find a way to get it off. Oh, but I feel okay. like it's yeah. just it's just a little softening yeah. and whatever. Yeah, so, so we know better, but... So when you meet us in person, there's a few more wrinkles. That's really... It's just not quite as softened as it is. Yeah. But anyway. Yes. Um, we so know better, but we, so, we still are filtering ourselves. So that you have, like, not... Yeah, we're letting you know we're filtered. I yes. didn't add the filter intentionally. And I just know I have too many other tech things I need to learn. Yes. I don't have to worry about that. Sure. Anyway. Exactly. Yes. Um, so just recognizing that the the culture, we're so trained that cultural ideas are what we need to aim for. Yeah. It's just time to realize that those cultural ideas are not what we need. And exhausting. Exhausting to aim for. I mean, like, seriously, for me to dye my hair nonstop, that's just too much. It's too exhausting. And so I'm like, I don't know what culturally I'm supposed to do with my hair, like what length it needs to be or whatever. I'm just letting it be. Yeah. How about your hair can be the length that you want it to be? Yeah. Like, or the Botox. Whatever. The thing that's interesting about Botox is there are places in this country where Botox is a lot cheaper than it is in California. So it's not even tempting here. But when I um, live in Utah, they have like a whole cottage industry of um of like Botox and and eyelashes and like all, I mean like you could go there and get like what they call the mommy makeover, which is have you heard of that? Mm -mm. If you get a surgery that lifts your butt, it lifts your your um obviously it takes in your belly, mm -hmm. lifts your boobs, it like lifts like starts at the like thighs and ends, I think, here and just maybe and room. then just lifts it off. And it's mm -hmm. super, super painful, supposedly. Supposed I don't know about and it's it's super, super, I'm sure, but it's cheaper in Utah than yeah. it is in a lot of places. And so they have a whole cottage industry around you can go to Yes, Utah tourism. If you feel like letting me, like putting me on your payroll for this, go. Anyway, it's terrible. I'm just joking. But yeah, they have a whole cottage in where you can go and then you stay in Park City uh, instead of, and then have them take care of you in like sort of a hotel-ish, but doctory, hotel-ish fashion. So you go and then you get all the things and it is cheaper to get things done. So I, um, like have like facial hair because thanks grandmother this is my grandmother's like deal for me i appreciate it make you rest in my eyes and my inheritance from my grandfather see there you go we all have things we inherit in our dna whatever so i went to get lasered there because it's cheaper and so i was going like every month or every other month and so i got to know the girl who was lasering me pretty well because she was lasering me everywhere because i figured mine as well and um she i didn't know how old she was but she started talking to me about um botox and i was like i make a lot of weird faces and my um fiance at the time um was like i don't care what you do but do not get botox do not get any fillers i do not want that crazy face of yours that does all those crazy faces i don't want to I don't want don't to mess, mess with, with that. 
Okay. So I kept telling this woman, no, no. And then I explained why. And then she's like, well, you know, I, I do it because it, you know, trains your muscles and it will always be trained. This Botox is going to train him for a future time. Okay. So I thought she was in her mid thirties. Yeah. I thought she was in her mid thirties. And she's like, yeah, I'm 23 and I'm doing it. And I thought, oh my gosh, because he's older. Because here's the thing, like we associate, and maybe we won't if 20 year olds keep doing Botox, but we associate like that look of Botox, you know, that very like plasticky, yeah, look, the plasticky, like the whole thing. We associate that look with someone who's in there. 40s, you know, an older person. And instead, she was doing the exact opposite of what you would want to do because she was Botoxing her whole face to train her muscles, which I don't think, I didn't believe that's a real thing. I mean, maybe somebody can tell us in the comments that's a real thing, but I don't think it's a real thing that you Botox yourself to train your muscles because you just have to keep using Botox again. Yeah. But that's the thing, like the, the cultural idea of shape, like the, the youth of, of what she was trying to preserve in doing the thing that was supposed to, to, preserve. Was supposed to preserve it actually was the, it like did the opposite because I, I was shocked that she was that, yeah, shocked, shocked, but really I was because, yeah. you know, but there we are. Like, this is what we culturally decide is important. Yeah. So, plastic skin. You know, not an easy thing to do. So, just that's the first step. Those just, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Just acknowledge, yeah. recognize, yes, and acknowledge and just go, wait a minute. No, I don't yeah. want to look like everybody else. I don't want to yeah. look like the more. I know. Yeah. I want to just look like me. I mean, really, like, there shouldn't show me one Margot Robbie. There's only one Victoria. I know. Well, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a good. There is only one Victoria <laughs> in the whole world. In the whole one Victoria, yeah, yeah. and we've got her here. Yes, I know. <laughs> Queen. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Our Carrie, <laughs> you are a good our self. Second, yeah. Our second one is to reject common beliefs about what's good and bad. No, I'm not talking about moral things. I'm talking about things okay. like. Um, often, well-meaning people, when we are ill or injured, will go, oh, that must be so hard. It's such a bad thing. I'm sorry this bad thing happened to you. Yeah. They use that word, that's the idea. And when we're doing that, and then we look at our uh, look at our bodies as being broken, even if, you know, our arm is actually physically broken, but still there's something to be learned from that. There's something, there's good that can come from that. And it's hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. It can be hard to deal with in the meantime. But just this idea of, okay, I, whether it's, I look this way and that's not good. I look that way and that's not bad. Or this is what a good body is. And this oh, is what okay. a good body does oh, okay. and can do. This is what it looks like. This is what it is. This is what it does. Um, and this is. So if your body is not this, this, or this, then it's not a good body, which means, by contrast, that it's then a bad body. Okay, so so are we talking about like, um, like the like ability, like our it, like the it can be that as well. Yeah. So if you're that or it's like 
I mean, we hear the phrase all the time. Um, oh man, he's got such a good body. She's got such a good body. Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. then by contrast, somebody that doesn't have that kind of body has a bad body. Yes. Because bad is the word that goes with good. And so that, no, no. Okay, so we're just rejecting. That, so that, but also, what about if someone super fit? Wise? Like super fit. Like maybe <laughs> he's the, gay, maybe the manager of the Giants who's super fit. He's very smart. He's no, very smart. So yeah, so he has such a fit body. Yeah. Okay. Does that make it a good body? Um. Do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> It yeah. makes it a very attractive body for me to look at. How is that? Okay. That's so objectifying. I am super sure Dave Kapler's never watching this. But if you ever manage to, I'm very sorry. That is, I don't mean to objectify you that way. Case in point. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just pulling back the curtain and, and then also having to do with the ability. You know. Do you know what's super weird about him, though, that is interesting, which is why I actually like him, is he's very, very smart, like very analytical, very smart. And he is like, I think he had like 3% body fat at one point or something like that. That anybody even knew that and wrote an article about it is weird, but whatever. But so you... When he opens his mouth to speak, you're expecting like he is the manager of the Giants and he was a baseball player for like, I don't know, 100 years. No, he's not that old, but like 20 years. And you, when you see somebody that looks like that and they open their mouth, you're expecting um, not the smartest. Not rocket science. No rocket science coming out. And he opens his mouth and it's like rocket science only when it comes to like baseball analytics and stuff yeah. like that and he's and he's been um made fun of and he's been you know ostracized in some ways because he's so smart but he also looks a certain way mm -hmm. and it's like kind of the reverse of you know there's mm -hmm. an acceptable mm -hmm. body that and I think to some degree I, I, I personally have never faced this but I think to some degree women face the same thing if they're too pretty or they're too beautiful then they can't you know that they're not smart enough to back that up mm -hmm. and then of course if you're, you're smart or you're attractive yes yes but also if you're super outside the cultural norm on the opposite step scale pun intended mm -hmm. then also you're not smart you're like you know what i mean there's like this very weird society we live in sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, sorry, I just went on yeah. and on about that. But yeah. like, it's yeah, it's just it's strange. And so, you know, in order to be able to develop body neutrality, to just recognize that and, and take a step away mm -hmm. and go, you know what? Just because society says this is what's good, doesn't mean it is. Mm -hmm. Just because people say this is bad, doesn't mean it is. Yeah. And this so is what smart looks like, this is what stupid right. looks like, this is mm -hmm. what, you know, lazy looks like, this is what, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And we have all those pictures in our head. Like mm -hmm. if I said that, you, you know, probably people out there mm -hmm. would have pictures in their head. This mm -hmm. is what lazy looks like. Mm -hmm. Well, think about movies or TV shows. The really funny characters, 
usually the big people. You know? Yeah. The the uh, yeah. people in larger bodies are often are often they're the funny sidekick. They are not the leading character. They're yeah. not the, the leading man, the leading lady. They're the funny sidekick. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, all that kind of just go, okay, just recognizing and putting that aside. Yeah. Just recognizing that the big thing. Yeah. And because when we can do that, then are you know, are we gonna change things? If there are enough of us that start recognizing this, then yes, but immediately no. But it then starts changing the way that we're looking at ourselves. Yeah. And just going, oh, okay, whatever. You know, that actress who just had a, a baby six weeks ago and now looks like that, like mm -hmm. she's ready to step on the screen again. Yeah. We have no idea what it should for get there and just go, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Whatever. Yeah. But maybe, or maybe it's just genetics or maybe like, you don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the thing. Just kind of let them. But to reject too, right. what when we look in the mirror, reject to try and reject what society says looks like, right? You know, right. because my sister is very beautiful, very, very beautiful. And well, she's older now, no offense, sis, you are, but still very beautiful. She's very, very beautiful. And I grew up with knowing that I had a very beautiful sister, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be the beautiful one, so I better be the smart one, mm -hmm. you know, like that. The, that was a choice on my part to like oh well I don't have to be the pretty one I can be the smart one yeah. and the reality is she's very smart too but she's also pretty so you know yeah. that didn't seem fair yeah. but that's like we grew up with weird yeah. ideas like that yeah. I can't be the only one in the world <laughs> that thought that right somebody else probably had a really beautiful sister in there like please someone out there please. <laughs> yeah. don't leave me hanging <laughs> Of our yeah. next one is to to have fun. <laughs> and, yes, and running through the sprinklers yes. like we talked about before. But to just be willing to do just fun things and not how many times. Hopefully, you haven't done this, but I'm pretty sure many of you, if not all of you, have. Where instead of going, oh, we're going to the beach. Yeah, I'm in. And running and playing in the waves in your swimsuit, you go, hmm, I'll go to the beach with you, but you're not going to see me in my swimsuit, and I'm not getting wet. That's sad. That's very, very sad. It is. I had um, a customer, not one of my clients, but I, I helped my son at his auto shop a couple of days a week, and I had a customer come in, and in this case, it was a man, and he was, it, I was just so sad. It wasn't, it wasn't a place where I could have a conversation with him about it but um he was there's a candy dish on the counter and he was just eyeing he's like oh i wish i could have that but but i can't because um i'm gonna have gastric bypass so i'm looking forward to that because then i can go you know like go swimming at the end i've never gone to the pool Aww. i've never because i've always had a bigger you know i've always been like this size or more and, and so i've never like i've never been able to go and put on a swimsuit and go to the pool when the reality is he could have, but yeah. he didn't. And he didn't because of these cultural expectations. And yeah. so how many times have we kept ourselves from doing the fun thing mm -hmm. or enjoying the fun thing if we're doing it because we're just too concerned about how we're going to look? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I, um, you know, I was a scuba diver and I, um, I 
in the ranks. I'm an assistant, I'm certified assistant instructor. At this point, I always wanted to become an instructor and I haven't yet. But one of the things I wanted to do, why I even cared about doing it all, is because I wanted to have classes for just women. Mm -hmm. Because scuba diving is, um, especially when you're learning, is a kind of a gross sport <laughs> like I don't know what it's like in the warm water but in cold water in California we go to Monterey and you're wearing like really thick wetsuit so you have to like scrunch your body in this really thick wetsuit and there were two girls in my class and I think there were six or seven of us and there were two girls and she came sometimes but not always and so sometimes it was just me even if it was just her too getting squishing our bodies into this and you know like it wasn't attractive and then you get in the water and things happen and you've got a, your mask on and like some smoke comes out your nose i don't even well, like saying you're putting, it, you're putting the well, lip in your mouth until your mouth yeah, is yeah <laughs> that too like all there's a lot of it so anyway there's just a lot and i could see where women um were would struggle in, like, I wanted to learn more than anything. Like, I love the water. I, you know, my parents had boats. So I learned to swim when I was six months. My mom took me as one of those baby swimmer things. Mm -hmm. So I was motivated beyond anything to learn how to scuba dive. But it wasn't pretty. And I could see where women wouldn't. And the girl who was, who was um, with me, she was doing it because her boyfriend wanted her to. And I thought so many women would love this sport because once you get in the water, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And you're just floating and you talk about weight. You put a weight belt on based on how much you weigh and, um, and you're just neutral. And that's what you call it. You call it body neutral and you're just there and your weight has nothing to do with anything. And you see something, you know, you're swimming and you see something and you just almost look at it and your body just goes down to look yeah. at it. And if you see, you know, I don't know, some kind of strange nudie, they call them nudie brains, um, on a piece of kelp, you just look at it and your body just naturally goes there. And it's the most magnificent experience you could possibly ever imagine. And there's not as many women doing it as there possibly could. And that was one of the things in my goals of a someday thing is that I do want to do like a school for women because who don't want to look ugly or feel bad or, you know, have grossness, you know, what we perceive as grossness. Yeah. I obviously think it's gross because they barely say it's not. So <laughs> I would not make a good 10 year old boy. Okay, say it's not. Anyway, yeah, like you just don't, you know, there's so many things that people keep themselves from doing. And I don't even know if women would know how truly it's like body shaming it could be to scuba dive. But um, I just think there's so many things we keep ourselves from doing based on how we're going to look or how it's going to feel, or what we're going to think other people are going to think about us, mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, so learn to just find something specifically Sorry, that you have to use your body for. No, that was... <laughs> well, you said you needed to know more about fun, oh, so... talking on the podcast. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm weird. I have problems, clearly. But to have... Uh, I think you should come scuba diving with me 
I can't now. Why? That is the one thing my ear doctor said. It's off your list. So anyways. Okay. Um, but I would have. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's so very just find something, find something fun to do, that, to you do uh, that you have to use your body for. Yes, like you know. this, like that, or that Ragnar thing we were talking about. Ragnar, is that how I said it? We run up and down mountains for <laughs> 36 hours. Sounds <laughs> awesome. Go skip. Yes, go skipping. <laughs> go skipping. Yeah, I just saw this hilarious video that this guy trying to skip this older man and he could not do it anymore. It's so funny Aww. watching. No, he was just trying to remember how to do it. It's so funny. I get it. But go skip yeah. or just do something fun, mm -hmm. body related. Yes. And and that can really help. Even then, that's going to the beach yeah. and just putting your feet in the water. Yeah. yeah. Or if you can't, or a lake or wherever you, wherever you yeah. live. Yeah. I love water, but you know, or I mean, it's just walking, just go for walks and look pretty. Just something that is, <laughs> it's just my own personal thing. I'm not a big fan of walking. I know, right? That, and that's fine. I love to walk. I mean, so obviously, I'm to that. get to your so. place, yeah. So I think you should run. That's the thing. So, no, I no. think, like, I don't like if I'm walking for exercise, I think, oh. This is taking so long. If I could just run, it would be faster. But I'm not having it just for exercise. Just but um, yeah, but we live in the middle of a bunch of fields. And so it was summer solstice the other day. And I went out to these fields and we have like the smallest mountain range in, in the world. In the world. world. Mm, it's it's tiny. I've I climbed to that peak. But um anyway, it's like this. It really is like this in your pictures. And I just walk around and I take pictures and sometimes I get money and sometimes I don't. And I don't have a fancy camera. I just go and do it. And it it does. It gives me like some peace and happiness. And I watch the sun go down on the you know, longest day of the year. And it just made me happy. And you probably were not thinking while you're doing it. Oh, I must look ridiculous when I'm doing this. No. Or I look really cute doing this, I'm sure. <laughs> I actually... I never do ever, but this last time it was so, the, the sun was just this gorgeous golden, and I was like, you know, I'm never taking a selfie of me out here, and so I did. I took one selfie, and I was like, oh, this golden light—they call it the golden hour for good reason. And so then I did like three or four more selfies. So I guess I did care about how I looked a little. Well, I just looked golden, but, so but, yeah. yeah, it was but like the it, ultimate filter. Yeah, you were thinking about the light. But anyway, yes. yes, I was thinking. So yeah, just how do something fun. Mm -hmm. Do something fun, and that can really help us toward body neutrality. Um, so the next one is this is the phrase that Vic loves: "Smother in gratitude." It sounds so good. It does. It's like them like the most happy gravy. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> it sounds like it's good. You're about to burst a bubble. No, no, no. It is. It really is. It is all that beautiful thing. However, I have, I'm going to share with you an exercise that I've done with, that the most of my clients, no, and this is, it's it, a nice butt. It is, why, well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I set you up for that one. <laughs> okay. Call my <laughs> um, It is, I had a friend challenge me to do this many years ago, and then she challenged me to do it. It's like, you got to be crazy. And, but it has been one of the most empowering things I've done. And one of the things that caused me to have the biggest shift in toward my body. And here it is. It's called a hundred things list. Mm. Make a list 
of a hundred things that you appreciate about your body? A hundred? A hundred. I mean, like, I guess I can go back through my anatomy and go through, like, my femur, my tibia. And you think you're joking, but seriously, when we when we take the time to do that, I, and I love because I have had, oh, man, I've got so much resistance to this exercise. And obviously not really? all in one sitting. It's like, come, however many you can come up with, do that. And then keep adding to it, putting it into place until you get to at least 100. And you may get to the point where it's like, well, my fingernails grow good, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it sounds kind of ridiculous, but what it does is it starts you realizing what your body really yeah. does. Well, that is, it can't... that is the thing. This is my first day without a bandage here, and I don't have a scar. I'm so excited. I hit the fan. <laughs> that sounded <laughs> No, I literally did. I was cleaning and my ceiling fan hit my hand and like knocked me over. And yeah, it made me appreciate like 8 million things to do with my hand. Like the fact that I was going to have to go to the emergent care, urgent, urgent urgent care. Well, I could have gone to emergency, but I didn't. Um, urgent care. And I had already put a bra on. Like, thank heavens because how couldn't have done that. Yeah, you can't, how are you going to do that with one hand? You're not like some like sneaky 25 year old man that's used to going and doing bras. Like I can, yeah. So anyway, so we, yeah. but it did, and made me like go on and on all the different things my hands did, mm -hmm. and what I could do if I, I luckily none bones broken, just some sprains here and there. But, you know, it just, it's, it's a huge reminder of how everything can be fine in one instant. I'm not saying anything that any of you out there don't already know. But everything can be fine in one instant. And the second later, it's not. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and how much our body really does do. So mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. as resistant to that as you might think. Mm -hmm. I think Come yeah. up with a hundred fast. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's your assignment. Yeah, and there's your assignment too. A hundred things list. Yeah. Um, and if I can do it, really you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's so sad to me because if you, well, I can tell you myself, I have literally had clients who, when I said this, like they could not come up with one thing. We have, we had to start doing the list together wow. because they couldn't come up with one thing. And that just breaks That's my sad. heart. It's very sad. It was very sad. I've had another client that um, actually didn't happen immediately, but ultimately, because it's like, okay, so you know, you have your things, and she wouldn't do it. Really? She really she hated her body that much. She, she just, she just couldn't like the idea of appreciating her body like that was just unfathomable to her wow she just couldn't do it and it wasn't that she was still this sort of this particular plant wasn't built with some body hatred it's just that she just the thought of appreciating because we're taught that appreciating our body means vanity <laughs> maybe that's my deal maybe that's my deal like no one ever told me and i appreciate my body was vanity like no one ever told me that it was vain but all the time i spent looking in the mirror was like nothing but decent well, vanity, you know, vanity is just the, anyway, it's a different thing, but being able to have it be okay mm -hmm. to recognize all the things 
that are bottom. I don't care if you are in ill health. If you're in ill yeah. health, you're your still eyes work. Yeah. Or any, and some, even if you have our condition, your heart is still beating and keeping you alive or you, it's working well enough yeah. to keep you alive or you wouldn't be here. Yes. Uh, it's, it's like a hundred things list. It can be life-changing. That can be a really life-changing exercise to do. And I really encourage you. I invite you with everything that yeah. I have to do it. And hopefully it's not too difficult for you, like Vic is yeah. saying. Um, but if it is, just keep at it. And if you need help starting yours, then comment. And you can yes. contact me. Yes. Or go on the socials and DM me. I'm happy to help you get started. Mm -hmm. Yes. Happy to help you get started. This can, yeah. It can be a life-changing thing. It's interesting because I had, um, I have a friend who um, was born with a, a, I can't remember, it was a condition in his, uh, his eyes. Mm -hmm. And he just over time slowly has gone blind and when I met him he um, was not totally blind um, and could see shapes and colors and could see some things mm -hmm. um, but he was a he was a um, he was a news reporter and then he was a documentary filmmaker so he was going blind while he was still being a documentary filmmaker and so at some point when he got to the point where he couldn't do that any longer, he created um, like a, a documentary film, a short film about what it looked like for him to go blind, starting mm -hmm. on, you know, like what it was and then just mm -hmm. shapes and then just colors and then just light and just dark. And then, you know, it was really, it was a, it's a powerful thing to see, you know, kind of intended. It was a powerful thing. Yeah. To experience with, with a different degree of empathy mm -hmm. um, of what, you know, what our eyes are capable of doing and how much they will still work for us. Even, you know, we, a lot of people wear glasses or have had, you know, corrective surgery or things like that to just, just to see the miracle, to get to kind of the miracle that just sight is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what, what this list does too, which leads over into so many other areas in life as well, is it helps us to focus on what is rather than what isn't. Mm, yeah. if, we, if we, like in this situation, if we have ill health, we have a chronic illness, it can be really easy to focus on what isn't, what our body can't do. But to focus on what it can, it really helps us to look at what is and what what can instead of what isn't and what can't. And that is a powerful, powerful tool to have in your toolkit for having a happy life. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so I actually love it. I love yeah. it even more now. Good, good. So by the time we have another episode, she'll have done her list. Yes, I can probably do it right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last item connects with this. The 100 Things list is like a, a not necessarily one time, for you, maybe a one-time sit down and do, um, but then to continue to notice the miracle of your body, well, at least one little thing that's miraculous about your body mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. Just, and make a habit of that. And initially start with putting a reminder in your phone or post it on your mirror, whatever works for you, to notice one, at least one good thing. Notice how miraculous it is that your wrist healed. Yes. I yes. mean, my goodness. If yes. our body's Healing it was almost pretty hard. This is amazing. Yeah. Astounding. 
that they can do this. Yeah. It's astounding that our eyes can see, even if we do have help for surgery or glasses or mm -hmm. contacts or whatever. Um, it is amazing. And sometimes <laughs> that, you don't you know, your fingers can bend and pick things up. Yeah. And it's just these simple little things that we don't <laughs> from which I'm so like, I'm just so grateful that children are children's bodies are washable. <laughs> Yeah, just be dirty or you know as a friend said i'm not made of sugar i won't help oh yeah <laughs> i am just i'm made of sugar i'm just as sweet as sweet can be well that may be true you still not made of sugar because i can put you out in the rain you don't know so that's true <laughs> but the wicked witch of the west <laughs> there you go she was made of sugar. Maybe that was her whole problem. Oh. She was too sweet when she was a kid. I want a whole new spin on the story. I'm not writing the new like wicked. <laughs> right here we are with our two writer selves. There you go. So that it just learning to notice every single day something more. Yes, and really you don't even know something until like for instance I am. Um, anemic they call it pernicious anemia which means i have no idea why i'm anemic but i'm anemic and it affects all kinds of things which you don't even think about like it affects the you know getting the oxygen to all of my cells all over and that's a very very important thing when it comes to wanting to run or you know kinds of things you you know it just yeah. and it affects it affects you know your hair staying in or falling out I mean, there's like a million things just that one element does mm -hmm. and so yeah there's that's me focusing on like the bad that comes from not having it but but there's so many other things that our body does yeah well it's like, miraculous that your body can be that low yes and still yeah function yeah yeah i'm here yeah yeah in front of you not lying in bed going on <laughs> that's the way I lie in bed. Well, no, she's really sick. That's what she's reading. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but so, yes. All right. So, so many things. Let me okay. share this one more time. And a little brief recap. So, five things you can do to appreciate your body right now and to help move toward that body neutrality where we stop being so critical of ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. um, is to reject cultural ideas about body shape and mobility, said, mm -hmm. um, and reject common beliefs about what's good and what's bad, and have fun. Practice true self care. Oh, true self care. This true self care thing. This self care thing makes me bonkers because I feel yeah. like, oh, that is just yet yeah, one more thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Like, oh my gosh, I need to go find a candle somewhere and like <laughs> lie in a bathtub and I don't have a really big bath. So it's really kind of a boring thing for me to just go lie in the bathtub with a candle okay. to self-care. Yes, no, that's, that's, that's not, not true. Not for you. For me, I love taking a bath, but that's, but for you, that, no, that doesn't pull you both. That's not true self-care. Um, for you, you know, like there's very specific ideas of self-care. There is. That's why I put true self-care. Okay, true. Because that's what works for you. Whatever makes your heart sing, whatever nourishes your soul and helps you feel more filled up and not depleted, that's true self-care. Okay. True self-care can be, you know, reading a book to my grandchildren. 
that can be true self-care because I love to, you know, sit with them on my lap or, or sitting next to me or FaceTime with them if that's what needs to happen. Um, but whatever self-care looks like, true self-care. So have fun and, and true self-care, which is go take pictures, not prescriptive. Of the sunset. Right. Right. In an orchard. Yeah. Whatever that's, your Instagram that, feed that says, if it fills your soul, yes, that is self-care. If whatever your Instagram feed says is self-care, may or may not be. So you don't have to believe them. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, okay. you can throw it away and, and not feel like you're not caring for yourself. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like things are, should be able to do permission this. for me. Okay, thank you, Alice. Kindly, no, permission for no, something. No, we'll go on. Thank you. I didn't think it was going to be able to. Yeah. I saw that. So you're welcome. Okay. And then... This mother in gratitude, do your hundred things list. And um we'd love to hear if you if you yeah. your mission should you choose to accept it. Yeah. Um we'd love to hear how that goes for you. Mm -hmm. Um comment, DM us, whatever, email, whatever. At the end of the video, we've got the how to connect. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um and to notice the miracle daily to, because your body, whatever it is or isn't whatever shape it is in or is not in, whatever it looks like or doesn't look like, it is miraculous. Yeah, it is truly a miracle. And it's a miracle every day. And it does miraculous things every day. Yeah. Believe. Yep. Word. <laughs> As they used to say back in the day, word. Word to your mother. <laughs> there you go. So, until next time. Are we going to be? Are we going to be? Are we, are we going to show ourselves yeah. instead of just a screen and do that? Not to be, not to be like vain about it. <laughs> it's, it's just being thorough. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ending properly. Until next time, remember to nourish your body and soul. And soul. Okay. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Tracy. If this was helpful and you'd like more, follow me on Instagram at tlastel.nourishingbodyandsoul or on Facebook or YouTube at Nourishing Body and Soul or you can find my website at nourishingbodysoul.com. Okay, so this is embarrassing because I've always made fun of people who did this, but like and subscribe. <laughs> Turns out it's important. Well, it's only, it's, it's only, it's important because if you like what you're listening to and seeing and you want to find it again, it makes it easier for you to find it. And then also it makes it easier for other people to find it. Mm -hmm. So if you like us, like, 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 like us. Yeah. Like and yeah. Like put a ring on it. Like yeah. us. Yeah. Then like and subscribe and it'll make us easier to find. Thanks for tuning in to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Before we wrap up, we just want to remind you that the information we share in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended for medical advice. While we hope you find our discussions helpful, we strongly recommend that you seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine, or any other aspect of your health. We also want to make it clear that the host, guests, and producers of this podcast are not responsible for any adverse effects or consequences that may result from the use of any information or suggestion discussed in this podcast. We care about your well-being, but we can't take responsibility for individual outcomes. 
By listening to this podcast, you agree to indemnify and hold harmless the hosts, guests, and producers of this podcast from and against any and all claims, damages, liabilities, costs, and expenses arising from your use of the information provided in this podcast. We're so grateful for your support, and we hope you keep listening and learning with us. Thanks.